Orlando Magic win six in a row, baby. Our second in a row against the Boston Celtics, 95-92. to 92. It wasn't pretty, Peach, but we gritted out the win, led by Paulo's big game, 31. But the rest of the scoring was pretty sparse. Franz had 12, Moritz 11, Bowl 11, Kel 8, Schofield with some big shots, yeah. 13 off, <clears throat> off the bench. I'm going to say two things right now. One, yeah. you would expect me to say. One, you wouldn't. Okay. Suck on that garbage town. <laughs> I hate the Celtics. I love wins over the Celtics. This makes me feel whole as a human being. Yeah. But basically, if we were taking them on in the Eastern Conference Finals, we have an O two. We have a two O lead. Yes. And we just beat them twice on their home floor. I love it. It makes me feel good inside. And of course, that should be no shock to anybody. Okay. So now for the surprise, Admiral Schofield kept us in the game in the fourth quarter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he did. <laughs> yeah, what do you have? Ten in the third quarter or uh, fourth quarter? At least, yeah, he might have had eleven. Um, but he had some big shots at key times when we were still kind of running that bench unit out there. He seemed to be a little reluctant to bring back the other guys a little faster, but it kind of worked out. Like you said, it was a sloppy ass game. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually, these are the kind of games we lose, and a team with the experience of the Celtics would win. Right. Um, they definitely had the opportunity to take the game. Yeah. And didn't. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that says more about the Celtics or more about us. Well, we're not going to feel bad for them. But we're we'll on a six-game heater. Yeah. And we had some guys really hustling out there. Markel grabbing a big rebound late. Mm-hmm. I mean, then he made the a dumb play boards. to throw it away. Yeah. But then he grabs the, the steal at the end. This yeah. guy's he's all he's taking us on a roller coaster ride of up and down. <laughs> and it's fun. Yeah. This is good to see him back playing and hustling at a high level. And how great is it to see this team actually winning games? Right? The culture is different. People look like they are caring more. The offense, people are moving. Right, mm-hmm. there was a little well, got a little stagnant towards the end. Minus that inbound play at the end, where we it, just had right. What was well, it? We ran the same Kivon, inbound play twice. Right, Kevon and Franz just kind of. And the second time, he didn't want to seem to give it to Franz. Uh, that was. I ugly. got Franz against Malcolm Brogdon. I'm gonna go just jump toss ball. it up yeah. and let Franz grab it, but he didn't like it, so he figured out I'm gonna try to throw it off the large torso, Mr. Alf Horford, <laughs> who to his credit was. Pretty spry and got out of the way. Yeah, you got to watch those elbows on Al. He's spry, he'll move him around. And then things got weird. Yeah. I mean, it was definitely a weird ending to a game. But how many times have we been a part of a game like this and then just, you know, lost it at the end and then felt like, ah, we could have won this game, but we just weren't there. Mm-hmm. And it's nice to get some of these wins. And this is the kind of stuff we talked about preseason. Like, some of these games are going to turn into wins this season. So this is a great one to get. I'm trying to look at this one separately than the other one, but it's hard not to because you're kind of putting together two wins in against a team that nobody would have imagined you would have a shot against. Yep, especially not uh, Eddie House. And I and I guess yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, who are even you, bud? Yeah, um, right. so, but it it's just so weird. Because, I mean, they, they didn't even have Tatum today, and yeah, you can right. tell that that really hurt their offense, but. We've got guys out. We've got a starter out. We've got out. guys out. So, yeah, it's like you're not going to get any. Pieces. we got any, no sympathy. This is a, a moment where I feel like if you've got one of those flag posts on the front of your house, put the magic flag out. Yeah. It should have already been out there. Yeah. But go ahead and hang that sucker. And, and if you, especially if you're living in Florida and you got some New England fan as a, as a goddamn neighbor, 
Now's the time. Put it out <laughs> Those there. Those damn snowbirds moving down south. I know you only like to put it up when the Dolphins beat the Pats, but go ahead and chuck it out now because we just got two wins over the Celtics, and it feels good. You yeah. know, they're obviously going to – they have higher aspirations. They're going to end up in the playoffs going probably at, at least – to the second round, probably. I don't have them going super far because I don't think they're that nice. God, and this is why I always shit on that team. Look, on so we just much. went in there and beat them twice. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're good. I think we're an underrated team. I, I think we're an underrated team, but yeah. I don't know as though we're a playoff team. Well, so they shouldn't uh, be let's, losing let's two in a row. Should they be losing two in a row to us at home? No. no. Okay. Not, not so, if they're going to be world champion contenders. And they're not. But I think what it says is we're ahead of schedule for sure. It's a I little mean, of both. This is, to your point, this is not looking at the game and then looking at the statistics afterwards. We have been winning games based on winning the boards and controlling the paint. Right. We did not win the boards tonight. We lost both of those tonight. Yeah. Just a narrow margin in the paint, but we got we got worked on the boards. Well, I mean, yeah, we got, we got worked pretty good on the boards, but lost by eight. And so it was really ugly. I mean, we shot 38% from the floor, mm-hmm. but the Celtics shot 35%. Right. You know, it. these are the games that we haven't been able to pull out lately, and I think it speaks well and bodes well for us. I think we're a little he- ahead of schedule on this to be getting these types of wins against veteran teams who you would expect to not be making those errors in the end. True. A- and yes... We- they got to take some of the responsibility for that. Some of this loss is definitely on the Celtics, mm-hmm. but on the flip side, let's give our young men some credit for putting on, applying pressure, playing good defense, staying up in the body of guys. You know, causing some disruption to make these errant passes at the end. You know, the pass was trying to lead Jalen Brown. Mm. Yeah, I forgot who was was Kevon Harris on. I mean, he, he was being dogged from right, right. behind. He had yep. a guy on his hip. So you know, that's that's on our defense. Our switching was good tonight. Mm-hmm. I think something else that's helping us on this six-game winning streak that we've talked about, was talked about in the broadcast, is the normalization of the rotations a little bit. It's huge. We talked about it with Paulo after the game. Yes. And it seems to be that T. Ross is coming in right now as our sixth man. He's grabbing Franz. Then Cole is next, grabbing Bowl. And then, you know, Franz is coming back maybe with another bench guy to to give Paulo a breather. And, th- and then it mm-hmm. kind of goes from there. But that has been something a bit of a revelation and of course it's going to change jamal's going to have his work cut out from again as we hope to have guys coming back right so we might see a little bit of a stutter step as that happens sure but i think it's a great sign that our our guys are responding to consistency right and we're seeing the dividends only with five six games of consistency really since markel has come back i guess it's been a little bit more than that now but finally yeah, guys know their roles, and you can tell by the way that our our offense is spreading throughout the team. <clears throat> yeah, I mean it was uh, other than Paulo, I don't feel like anyone had an outstanding offensive night. I no, mean, but uh, <clears throat> this was a, just a good a good team win. Um, and like you say, I think if we want to talk about the rotation more, at some point Harris, Wendell, and uh, Suggs are going to come back and need spots in that rotation. I don't, I don't know. What, I don't know what that'll mean. I don't believe in that until I see it again. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Easter Bunny, <laughs> a little, yeah. <laughs> but at least the Easter Bunny leaves chocolate, right? <laughs> yeah, and there's a basket, and it's more believable. 
And it is religious, so you picked a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, at some point those other guys come back, and that could could hurt some of the flow that we've built right here. Right. So, you know, maybe as long as we keep winning games, maybe just – no, nah, well, in the long run, we want those guys back. No, 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 no. But speaking of the bench, RJ was back. Yes, he got to watch from the from, bench today. From the G League, averaging like 21 point something, 21.6 over a couple games playing with Lakeland. Yeah. Uh, we <clears throat> I bid on his jersey, but I lost. Oh. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Um, I did get another one, though, but I'm not going to spoil what I got. Oh. Um, you know, the one thing I do want to talk about, and I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on this six-game win streak, but we're talking about the rotations and Terrence Ross being the sixth man. Yeah, I don't love it. It's it's been a little confusing to me, and you know I understand we you brought up the point about the veteran presence, but honestly, Terrence hasn't really been looking like a veteran presence out there. He no. tonight got he was one of six for shooting on our previous five games. So on this win streak, he's averaging 5.2 points mm. and a little over 20 minutes shooting 31% from from 3 and 35% from the field. Yeah, he he doesn't exude a lot of confidence in me when he goes out there. He's, yeah. He looks erratic and uncomfortable. Yeah. And maybe that's because of the new role that he's in. Yeah, but I suppose. I mean, the I, I'm, I'm man, cutting that's him. his role. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it's always been his role. It's always been his role. Seventh or eighth man off the yeah, bench, really. He's six, been moved man, up yeah. to six because, I, I mean, it, he's not really hurting us, obviously. We're on a six-game heater, but he, it's not – he wouldn't be my first choice off the bench even when the current guys. No. But, but whatever, for whatever reason, this flow is working at the moment. Yeah. So it's hard to go away from it. I'm under. I would like to get inside the psyche of Jamal Mosley to see what his thinking is with this Terrence Ross situation. What do you think it is, ladies and gentlemen? Is it is it the GM? Is it front office move saying, "Hey, get this guy on the court. This could be a guy we move. We need yeah. him to be getting at least twenty minutes." Because otherwise, we just talked about Admiral tonight giving you thirteen minutes, going three from five from beyond the arc, five of seven from the floor, sixteen minutes. In, in I got 17 minutes here on ESPN. All right. And, um, you know, that even Kevon Harris, you know, with the tenacity he provides on the defensive end, he didn't score any buckets tonight, but he was plus 12, you know, and, yeah. and I don't mind Terrence getting some burn, but Cole should definitely be coming in ahead of him. Right. I would have Kevon coming in ahead of him. Yeah. I would have Admiral coming in ahead of him. I would have Caleb Houston coming in ahead of him. If not just for the fact of, Hey, this is Get a young minutes, kid. Yeah. That we have on a three-year contract, <clears throat> yeah. Let's get him out there. If they're putting T. Ross on the court as oh, we need teams to see him played, it's not helping. Yeah, he's not playing well enough to make some team go. We got to get this guy. Yeah. What What are we going to get offered at this point? Yeah. Cash considerations again? Well, we do. Love I mean, cash they're sweet, but like, I don't even know if a team's coming with a second round pick at this point. Is there another bull bull out there somewhere? <laughs> so. Well, there are there are several, I think. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't I don't think it's it's helping him at all to 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 get this playing time if the, if he's part of a possible trade. I really think it's just about managing guys' minutes. He's pretty good. I mean, all the bench players, you know, twenty one for Cole, eighteen for Bamba, eighteen for Harris, eighteen for Ross, sixteen for Schofield. He's spreading it around. Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of getting similar minutes, so. And the most got there was Cole, and I'm, we're fine with that. And obviously Bamba, 
yep. should be getting more as well. So I, I think it's just managing minutes and, you know, Ross is a bunch of time served that does count for something. That's true. You know, he That's true. deserves at least the respect to do that unless he's completely stinking it up. And he has he really hasn't been playing that well lately. I would try to keep him off the court as much as possible personally. I'd rather see Caleb yeah. get a shot out there. But also, they recognize that we need some wins. So I think he's just like, whatever we got to do to, that works. And so far it's worked all these games. So I expect to see him come in as a six man in the next game too. Cause you just keep riding this if out. It ain't broke baby. Right. We don't have any new guys in the lineup. So unless somebody comes back from, from injury to make us shift something up, why? Mm-hmm. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And I mean, going from kind of the, the, the question mark of this game to just wanting to end on a positive note back to Paulo Bancaro. Mm. Six of seven from beyond the arc tonight. Definitely his best his best shooting night from deep that we've seen in his career. I mean, the knock on this guy was he didn't really have a three. And, you uh, know, he crazy. struggled a little bit early on, <clears throat> but he hasn't had. He hasn't shot it a lot. He hasn't shot it a lot. You're right. Because he hasn't had. It's always been off the dribble. But mm-hmm. now that Markell is back. Yep. He's getting set shots. Yeah. He's getting open looks. It's a lot easier for him, and he's gaining the confidence. His teammates are pushing him to take it. It wasn't you know, great from the field. Well, 9 of 21 isn't bad, mm-hmm. 45% <laughs> or something, but 6 of 7 from the arc, 7 yeah. and 9 yeah, from only the seven, line. Yeah, only 7 free throw points yeah. from three throws tonight. Normally, if he's going to have a big 31, game, 31, right? you'd think he'd have more from the free throw line, but yeah. you know, an efficient night from him all the way around um, definitely – led us on offense for sure sometimes because we weren't running any actual play and just kind of demanding he do something but he was successful tonight yeah um i think it might have been a little bit of a coming out party for him personally i don't he's not the kind of guy that would probably ever say it but i think this is a big win for him to go 30 points back-to-back wins in boston you know he's making sure that that paulo bancaro name gets in the conversations and it's getting in the conversations. It's been being talked about and during other watching other games, people are talking about it. And all of a sudden it's like the, this is the hype you need to then get games on TV, <laughs> regular TV, not the NBA TV or having to rely on valleys for you locally because the rest of the country doesn't get to see the magic unless they have right. that. So no, that's the a, kind of stuff that's coming. Right. And yeah. now, now even like on wrap up shows, you start to see them spending a little more time on the Orlando magic. And instead of just being the team that got beat tonight, they're the team that won. And here's what Franz did. And here's what Paulo did. And you guys all need to see this. And this seems like a really simple thing to say, but that has not been done with an Orlando magic basketball team in quite some time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Even that team that was making the playoffs in the bubble did not get this kind of run. No, no, we have a star now. It's a great point from you, Peach. A lot of the comps for Paulo have been fellow Dookie Jason Tatum. Mm. And where was Jason tonight? Personal day. On some bench. Yeah. On some bench, and it allowed Paulo Bancaro, the real G, to come out and shine. Definitely ahead of his time. This kid is going to be good. I think I like the comparison to Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum for our big guys, Franz and Paulo. And for where we are right now, year two of Franz, Rookie year of Paulo, we're bounds ahead yeah. of where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were at the similar time. So yeah, I still respectfully don't understand. Yeah, the comparison. whatever. All I right. know everybody we're makes it. Moving on, the show's over. The show's over. I don't get it. <laughs> their their games aren't similar to me. I don't see the same. Franz doesn't remind me of one of those guys. Paulo doesn't remind me of one of those guys. In order for me to fi- feel that mindset, 
It's it's, it's big just wings. two stars. Big That's athletic it. wings. Yeah. No, big athletic wings. All right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like they do different things. So like, well, I wouldn't compare Franz those and Paulo are definitely they'll give you the body way more mm-hmm. than Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown, but right. they both deal with contact pretty well. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have developed into better shooters than Paulo and Franz are right now. But I think as that game develops, you'll see the similarities a little bit more. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, we're feeling good. We're on a six-game win streak. Leave that positivity in the comments. How would you feel about how you feeling about this going into next week? Can we make it seven, Peach? This is absurd. I can't believe we were talking about this. We do our show every two weeks, our podcast, yeah. regular podcast. Check it out if you got a second. Uh, and uh, we've never even had one where we finished 500 in between podcasts. Yeah. And now that's already guaranteed because we're shooting the show this week and we haven't lost in a while. It's absurd. Three games out of the playoffs. Here we go, baby. That, that's an absurd statement. I'd love to see it. Suck it, Sullivan. <laughs> Suck it, Eddie Alstair, here. Who are you? Oh, I'm named after Domicile. Oh, look at that.